This is Sigurdav, the sexologist from Iceland. Recording whilst taking a bath. A bath, I tell you. I figured, still on my work trip, just hanging out by myself. Just finished binge-watching my new episode, um, Dr. Foster. Huge drama. Ugh, so much drama. On Netflix and... After having finished my, or was it, eighth lecture, I figured, yep, you know what, I actually deserve some time to just hang out, take a bath, I'm on a mommy vacay, well, it's not a mommy vacay, because, you know, I'm working, but still, um, I'm not around my family, I don't have to cook, don't have to clean, don't have to do anything except work, and then when I'm not working, I just get to chill. Having my own little cozy party here in the bathroom, in the bathtub. Warm water, cold beer, lots of lemons. Mmm, yep. This is life, people. This is life. Whoops. It might not be the best idea to have your phone with you and record. Because I'm recording this on my phone whilst in the in the bathtub, and this might sound to you like, "Ooh, this is about to get naughty up in here," but actually, no, it's not. I've never really understood the whole, um, or uh, not that I don't understand. I've just not never really gotten the hang of it. The whole sex and water thing, the whole splishy splashy of having a good time whilst in the shower or in the bathtub. It's just. I don't know, it's just for relaxation in my mind. But I guess, you know, it's one of those things that I guess a lot of people try because they're curious, but I don't know if they enjoy it or if it's something that they do on the regular. But uh, I'm, I guess a lot of people masturbate whilst in the shower. And I, it, I mean, it does make sense. It's kind of like getting the best use of your time. Like to me, I think it makes sense to pee while you're showering and brush your teeth. Those are the two things I almost always do, you know? It's, I think it's good for the environment and it makes sense. It's good use of your time. Um, and I remember I did a poll this one time on Facebook asking Icelanders if they peed whilst in the shower. And people were totally divided and the, com- the comments were hilarious. People were like, ew, that's so gross. How could you do that, ew? And then other people were going like, yeah, of course, it makes total sense. Um, mind you, you know, I'm taking a bath. Like in the bathtub, I, I don't pee in the bathtub whilst bathing in the bathtub, not like totally gross. But um, because this is kind of a podcast about sex, about me, about my life and about Iceland, you know, we're going to get a lot of trivia about Iceland. I figured I'd tell you about my name a little bit. So my full name is, uh, my first name and full name is Sigrider. So my full name is Sigrider, middle name, Duck, last name, Arnardóttir. Because, you know, we have this whole thing with the daughter of the father. So my father is Örn and I am his daughter. And then we have this whole weird thing where we um, twist the endings of the words and his name gets weirdly twisted when it becomes my last name. It's, it's weird to go into it, but anywho. So my first name is Sigrider, which literally it's like an old name in Iceland and it's um, it's in other countries as Sigrid um, but in Iceland Sigrider if you take it apart Sig and Rider it actually means self 
Fox. I kid you not. Sig is self. Reader is Fox. So basically, my name means masturbation. Like I got christened as a kid. Masturbation, D-O-double-G. Mm-hmm. And they say, you know, what's in a name? That's what Shakespeare said, at least. Well, apparently everything is in a name. I'm telling you, they even now have these study. There's this study I was listening to this on another podcast. I think it was on on brain matter or brain stuff or brain things or some brain something. And they were saying that like people who have names that are kind of similar to their profession profession are apparently more likely to go into that profession or something something to do with similarity. So they're saying like um, dentists are more likely to be called Denise or Dennis and so on and so forth. And I thought that was just quite funny and funny to do a study about that. Um, but so, yeah, I think, you know, this was... And the funniest, the funniest thing is that I was supposed to be christened Eve. Like, Eve was supposed to be my name, but it got changed last minute. I kid you not, like, just before um, the priest was about to, to tell everybody my name, um, my mom changed it. And she changed it to Sigridurtak, which is just funny, you know. I feel like this maybe was not my chosen career path. It was chosen for me. Maybe it was like in the stars. I don't know. It's just, it's like an interesting fun fact to explain that your name means self-fucks. I mean, that's what what I'm talking about all day, every day with everybody I meet. I'm like, hey, it's in my name. So, you know, just do it's not that big of a deal um but other than that uh yeah i wanted to talk about the blue lagoon okay so here's the thing um the blue lagoon actually when i was a teen and well actually before i was a teen so when i was young i don't remember it was probably nine eight or nine when they opened the blue lagoon and it's called blaua lonith in icelandic Blue Lagoon, but when they said Lonith, it sounds really similar to Lion, Leonith, Lonith, Leonith, okay? So I always heard, when people say Blue Lagoon, I always heard Blue Lion, you know, Blaua Leonith, not Blaua Lonith. And I was always like, what is this Blue Lion that you guys are going to go see? Is there a Blue Lion in Iceland? I didn't even know that they had Blue Lions. And it did not matter how many times they told me it was a lagoon, not a lion. Like, I could not get it, okay? So back in the days, this is like, uh, when was I? Nine. This is probably like beginning of 90s. So yeah, so probably like 90, 91 maybe. Um, the, the Blue Lagoon was quite different from what it is today. So it's actually just this lagoon set in the middle of the lava field with all these... Um, the the kisit what's that called the thing that the the mud that you guys are rubbing on your face when you go there hmm I don't remember well it's kisit in Icelandic anyways silica yeah that's what it is that white mud stuff that's good for your uh, skin so anyways it was just set in the lava field so every time you went to the blue lagoon you basically had to wear almost sneakers because your foot would always get cut on one of those very sharp 
lava rocks and you would always hurt yourself and they had these really really warm pockets of like super super warm air so you had places where it was quite cold and then you had places that were just burning hot and you were always moving around the lagoon trying to find the spot that was just right okay and so it wasn't regulated like it is today it was just like this rugged rough lagoon type thing and you were just lucky to get out alive and i mean i say that quite sarcastically but or or tongue-in-cheek because actually after hours some people did sneak into the blue lagoon and actually some people did die because they drowned or were burned to death at least i know that a person did drown i'm not sure about the burning part i'd have to look that up but they did um they, yeah a person did dry did drown sorry this is not the beer talking i've just had two sips um i'm not a big drinker i just i don't know i just got over it in my 20s well anyway so people if you got like if you got asked on a date to go to the blue lagoon or if you you know were a kid and you were hanging out in the blue lagoon you always saw people having sex and by sex i mean copulation intercourse humping mm -hmm. there were always people finding these little nooks and crevices and they were just like humping away so people knew that if you were asked like today when people are going oh do you want to you know watch netflix and chill that was like a similar code they were like oh do you want to go to the blue lagoon and that basically meant we are about to have sex straight up and of course, like, you couldn't use condom. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to the Blue Lagoon, the listener of this podcast. But the Blue Lagoon is, um, like, it's not clear. It's, uh, you can't see through the water. It's kind of this bluish kind of cool glow, but you can't see through it. And you can't see to the bottom. So you couldn't see what people are doing, but you could see them humping away and having their... Um, hands wrapped around one another and kissing intimately and you know just bumping and grinding so everybody knew what was going on and it was going on all over the place and the joke was that this silica mud which is white and kind of creamy and people are always scooping up and putting on their face and bodies that this was mixed with um the sperm sample of iceland so actually what you were putting on your face was also sperm so it might help to circulate the myth that sperm is good for your skin but i thought that was just hilarious people are like oh you're gonna blow the goon you're gonna go bathe in other people's um semen and some mud and then pee you know because everybody peed in the blue lagoon because it was often so cold and so far to the bathrooms and the changing rooms were kind of shitty um so you just went there then and there in the blue lagoon and i mean it was self-cleansing it's all natural you know from the earth and stuff um, so it was quite, it was quite, it could be quite dangerous to go there and it was quite like a challenge also because it really screws up your hair. Um, it just makes it unbelievably, I don't know, just wool-like, like you're a sheep or something that's been caught in, um, in the washer and dryer. So always before entering the, the Blue Lagoon, you have to put a lot of conditioner in your hair and you leave the conditioner in the hair. Like you don't rinse it out until after you've exited the Blue Lagoon. And try not to dip your hair in the lagoon. If you want to be able to comb it for the next, in the next couple of days, do not get your hair wet, even though you have, you know, plenty of conditioner. So, then the Blue Lagoon in Iceland, you know, kind of became popular with tourists and uh, you had all these websites and TV shows talking about Blue Lagoon and 
became very popular. So I'm guessing that's one of the reasons, and because people are always injuring themselves, they decided to do it proper, like a proper. Um, I guess they put like a, yeah they put like cement or some they did something to the bottom so now it's not just bare rocks it's just like um, really um, sleek surface um, and then the blue lagoon the, the lagoon just floats on top but you still have those um, lava rocks around you but now they have the silica not growing in the bottom like it used to be where you had to like fish for it with your toes um, now it's mostly just in buckets and in various places. Um, over the on the lagoon, and now they have these guards. Oh, so hilarious when they reopened. So they have these guards that walk around the lagoon, and they poke you with a stick. I'm seriously, I have been poked. I kid you not. Not like Facebook poked, but like properly poked with a wooden stick. So you'll be poked if you are embracing too intimately a person you're with i'm not sure if they're doing it to same-sex couples because i mean we were just like really just we were just hugging there was nothing untowards going on but we still got poked so i don't know if they might be biased towards like if they're just thinking about guy and girl or if they do to girls as well or guy and guy i don't know um i would have to ask the people who work there but it'd be an interesting question to ask well anyway um so yeah, they walk around there in their orange and yellow vests and they poke people and they're like, no, no, not so close, no, move, move further, no, no, no hinky pinky here, no, stop, stop this, stop. <laughs> and um, then they just like keep their eye on you and it's I find it so hilarious. And I heard that one of the reasons that they hired these guards because um, tourists were being turned off by having all these Icelanders humping in the lagoon and they felt it was quite, you know, dirty. I'm guessing it might be because we got a, you know, certain nationality that suddenly decided that Iceland was quite popular and decided that it was really exciting to come and visit our country and they maybe have a more restrictive restricted view on sexuality and nudity and I'm not, na I'm not naming any names I'm just I'm just saying you know you, you know who you are mm. so the blue lagoon changed and now even with um like the changing rooms this just used to um, be really open and every had this everybody had this communal shower like like every swimming pool has has them all over the country but now because of tourists that are quite um in, I guess insecure or just um, I don't know weird about nudity now they ha have these closed off little uh, not, what, what do you call them like little places with, with their little shower curtains that you can you know so you can change in the privacy and comfort of not having to expose yourself to others and you have all these Icelandic women or well, not all of them because the blue lagoon is quite expensive even if you are a local um, so it's not something that's common for people to do here. And besides, you have to like make an appointment and stuff. And that's just not something that we Icelanders are really good at. Um, so you have all these Icelandic women with big breasts and their bellies and their, you know, vulvas, some shaven, some not. Just like walking all over the dressing room without their robes, without their... Um, uh, without their towels and then you have all these poor tourists who are so I don't know afraid of nudity and we're just there totally bringing our bodies 
out in the open and just like slamming them around. That's what it feels like sometimes when you go to the local swimming pools. I went to one in um, Borkanes last summer. And while I, me and my daughter were changing or taking our clothes off and putting it in the locker and getting ready to go in the showers, there were these two girls. I don't know. I thought I think they were German or Dutch. I couldn't quite hear what they were saying. Um, and they were they they were kind of like so embarrassed when they saw all of us taking off our clothes and people putting on and getting dressed and they didn't know like how they should behave. So they just kind of took their clothes into the teeny tiny bathroom, like the bathroom in the local swimming pools is often tiny. So they both went in there and then they came out fully clothed, you know, not fully clothed, you know, wearing their swimsuit, but they hadn't showered. And they held their towel and they just put their clothes away in the locker and they were getting ready to just totally bypass the showers and go straight into the swimming pool. And this this Icelandic woman, this Valkyria, this woman with huge breasts and big belly and thighs and ass and she was just like a troll, trollskessa, you know, she just brought wrath down on those poor girls. She got so mad. She got so fed up. She just started screaming at them. I'm, I, and I kid you not, because my little um, six-year-old was there. And she was quite shocked at this and she didn't understand. And she was like, get your fucking asses in the shower and sh you should clean yourself without soap. I will take your swimwear and throw it away. Clean without soap now. You are disgusting. <laughs> this is what she screamed at, it, at them. These poor girls, they were so scared. They were like, I, I, they probably didn't understand it because they were like, yes, yes, just nodding and trying to get away. She's like, I will have you thrown out of the pool. I am calling the police if you don't get undressed now and soap. Soap, I tell you. And she pointed to this um, sign that has these directions on how to lather and rinse your body um, before you enter the pool. And they have them in like seven or eight languages. <laughs> this text um, along with the picture and I thought this was you know it was kind of hilarious like I felt sorry for the girls but I also understood the woman's point of view and she's like I am so frustrated you know because this has been happening a lot and those poor girls kind of getting stripped there well you know she didn't strip them obviously um, but um, kind of taking the clothes off and trying to you know shower and there weren't enough showers they were kind of fighting over one shower it was just oh the entire scene was kind of awkward oh poor ladies but i mean this is this is good to know if you're going to iceland you have to know the status status of nudity the status of water you know um water means a lot to us and we enjoy it and we have you know we have plenty of natural water all over the place and it's it's nice it's it's luxury it's uh we we value our clean water we try to be protective of it and um, we want to share it with you but um, I guess you kind of have just have to be respectful as well so if you go to Iceland if you come to Iceland you know it's not that you shouldn't check out the Blue Lagoon just um, it's a bit of a hassle and you should definitely be one of those tourists that um, just goes all out and is naked basking not, not out in the blue lagoon i'm sorry that's not allowed you have to wear at least swim trunks i guess you can go topless you know but you have to wear at least some bottoms um but bask in your nakedness in the changing room put conditioner in your hair and uh try to get away with a little bit of sex and see if and when you get caught because it's just it's just too hilarious it's you know 
not that I'm not recommending you have sex in the pool. I'm just saying it's kind of funny. It's funny if you get poked. You can be like, I got poked at the Blue Lagoon. Ooh, that should be like totally a slogan on one of the tourist shop um, t-shirts because they sell all, they have all these tourist shops here. This would be such a funny slogan. Uh, They'll probably put that on there eventually, I'm guessing. Well, this is me reporting from my bathtub, having a very relaxing time with my phone, with my headset and a beer. Sick of it. Sick of the, the sexologist from Iceland. So it's over now.